Welcome to A Love Letter 2, where we write a conversational love letter to our favorite things from pop culture. I'm Elise. And I'm Lauren. And today, our love letter is to Boy Genius. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited that we have this podcast. Um, Lauren and I have been conspiring since the summer, I'd say. Yes, I'd say before the summer, too. I think we've been conspiring since birth in the (laughs) womb. I I agree. So today, I think for the both of us, it was kind of an obvious um, topic to choose boy genius um, because I feel like it's a symbol of our friendship almost. I'd say so. Possibly. First off, I think we should go over for the viewers who do not know who boy genius is. They are a three-person band. They are sent from heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Boy Genius is made up of Phoebe Bridgers, Lucy Dacus, and Julian Baker. And each of those people has had um, solo projects in the past, but they, like, joined forces to make one band. And um, you probably know Phoebe Bridgers. I think she's the most popular solo artist out of them all. Um, But I... what I heard the story was is Julian just told them, like, just hypothetically, like, they were hanging out as friends, and they're like, I want to be in a band where I don't have to sing all the time, and I'm not, like, the lead person, but there's, like, shared roles, and I can just, like, shred on guitar all day. And everyone mm-hmm. was like, oh my gosh, this Boy, is genius. the truth. So, you may be wondering what, like... Why Boy Genius? Why Boy Genius, exactly. The name, yeah. And they're also known as kind of the boys um, from a fandom perspective, I guess. Um, But actually, the reason why, I I don't know what I first thought it meant. Um, I just thought it was a cool name. So Lucy came up with the name because practically almost every time a man um, says a word outside of his mouth, everyone praises him, calls him a genius. Um, and then anytime a girl says anything, like, intelligent, um, they'll call her a girl genius. Have you heard that term? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, like, girl boss. And it's, like, why not, why aren't we just saying boss? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think she took a stab at that and kind of reversed the roles, if you will, and let up boy genius. Yeah. But I think boy genius is interesting because... It's misleading in the name, um, and also kind of, yeah. like, in the way they market themselves. Um, like, for example, the name sounds very, like, intense, very metal, um, and then you listen to it, and it's just kind of, like, sad, like, <laughs> contemplative music. Yeah. And also with their merch, they have, like, shirts that look like you're going to, like, a, like, hard metal concert. Or, like, the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one of my friends, um, she was really into them, um, I met her at work, and she goes to USC, and she was saying that, like, um, one of her friends at USC is super into metal, but Boy Genius has a shirt that looks like a metal yeah. um, band merch, and so yeah. she was going to get that just to, like, mess with them. Oh, yeah. But I do agree. I think the, the merch is very, a little misleading, and I think I've come to kind of embrace the juxtaposition, and I guess the, I like to call it almost like a little prank. You know, like we have their merch. One of the shirts that I actually own is a camo, like camo hunting, basically hunting shirt. Um, And it says boy genius and like fancy rainbow font. And I think the juxtaposition really gets me because, you know, they're not they're not they're not carrying a large hunting country crowd, you know. Um, And so I guess that inspired me to 
by uh, fake pit vipers, which I've been rocking lately. Um, and I, I don't know. I, th- I think the juxtaposition, it's led me, this is like kind of more of an overall thing, but it's led me to wear outfits for the pranks and the giggles. It's true. Um, and for the, the meaning rather than the look. So how did we get into the boys? I know how I got into the boys, obviously, but Lauren, how did how did you get into them? Well, my story kind of involves Elise because our good friend Sophia, she's off at college now. Sophia and I were in this class called Media Tech together, and that's kind of how we bonded. And one day she was like, Lauren, have you heard of this band called Boy Genius? They're coming out with this music video called The Film that's directed by Kristen Stewart from Twilight. And I was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, okay. So a few months go by, and Sophia and I are kind of besties. Elise and I are becoming friends, so we all hang out together. And then Elise and Sophia discover that each other like Boy Genius. So the entire time we were hanging out, we were just listening to Boy Genius. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, indoctrinated. And I was like, how <laughs> did I not know about them before? Like, this music is so good, and the songwriting, and just everything about it was so good. And I, I'm sad I didn't get into them sooner, but... Boy Genius is kind of like the namesake. Like, we call our friend group uh, with Sophia Girl Stupid <laughs> because it's like Boy Genius just opposite. And there's three of us. There's three Boy Genius members. So yeah, I think Boy Genius has become a very, like, central part of our friendship. They say trios don't work, but look at us now. Yeah, look at us. Look at us now. So for me, how I got into it, it was, I feel like it's a little different than most, because I feel like a lot of people that got into Boy Genius were, like, diehard Phoebe fans, and so they'll listen to anything she makes, and they released um, an EP in 2018 that was not meant to be that they were a band, they were just, like, collabing, so the artist title was, like, Julian Baker, Lucy Dacus, Phoebe Bridgers, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, like, the band, um, and that was just the title of the EP, so it's, like, not, no, no one really expected them to come back from that. Um, but I discovered it, like, two weeks after the second, like, or I guess, like, the first, like, album. I don't know if an EP counts as an album. But after that, in tw- uh, March of 2023. So, at that point, I was kind of getting into Phoebe more and more because I had liked her. But, you know, I'd never, like, gone to listen to all of her albums completely. And so, I was in that, like, bopping out all the time. Like, hadn't fully listened, like through all of her albums like really soaked it up um but I was like just you know expanding my my music taste I guess I, I actually remember exactly the first time I like fully tried to listen to them is when I was driving to a water polo game like an hour away and I was just in the car with my headphones on and I was trying out I was trying out some boy genius um and then from there I feel like it just snowballed yeah <laughs> like it's, I think it's just, I don't know. I'm really glad I discovered them because uh, it's a little, I mean, not too different, but I feel like it's a little different than what I would normally listen to. Um, and I feel like I do have a, have a pretty diverse music taste, so I guess it just adds to it um, even more. But I started listening to it actually after a tragic event that occurred in my life that still affects me to this day. Um, and just, like, a friendship thing. Um, and so I've kind of associated the band in my head a little. I have, um, 
with that whole thing that happened, which was very saddening to me. Um, so it just like hits even harder, unfortunately. I don't know if that's fortunate or unfortunate. But anyways. So then the friendship progressed. I would hang out with Thorne at lunch and I'd be like, why haven't we just hung out like outside of school? Like the vibes are so good. And then the girl's stupid hangout occurred and we booked tickets to their concert at the Gorge. What was it, July 29th? Yup. Anyways, the concert, July 29th, the night of a lifetime and genuinely the best night I've had of my entire year. Shall we dive into some highlights? I think let's dive in. One of my highlights, or a quote to describe the concert, (laughs) I'd say, is, I don't know if I just died or if I finally lived. That is what Elise said after the concert. (laughs) Um, It was a good one. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, Going into the concert, Elise was definitely the most hyped. (laughs) Um, She did start crying when they came on. Um, I don't blame her. I was insanely hyped, and I was like, there's no way this is real. And I was like, no way I get to see them, like, in real life. Because it's like, okay, they're not just some stupid little fantasy that I've made up my head. Like, they exist. And so when they first came on and did their first song, I genuinely just started uncontrollably crying and shaking. That's true. And, like, tears streaming hyperventilating and shaking like immediately like the second they popped up on stage and so I was like that for a little while but at first I was like I don't even know if I'm gonna cry like before the concert because I was like I might be too happy to because that was like at Lizzo like I thought I was gonna cry but I was just honestly too hype and happy I think it goes without saying but we should preface that you are a very emotional person yeah (laughs) let's preface that um I definitely do feel like I could uh, feel emotions more than the average Joe, but hey. But hey, yeah. It is what it is. And then I did that for like two songs, and I was like freaking out, and I was like, okay, get over it. Let's just enjoy it. Um, and then I had the best night of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Going into the concert, too, it was this long drive. Oh, my um, God. So we were just listening to music with Sophia in the car, and then we got there, and there was this giant line to turn into the oh, parking yeah. lot. And we were like, okay, game's over. It's time to get hyped. So we started oh, playing, yeah. like, America's a Problem by Beyonce. <sighs> so good. Um, here comes the hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? That's I don't a know. a good one. I think we also played, like, some Lady Gaga yeah. Born This Way. We played all kinds of, like, really, like, kind of dance club hype music. And then um, there was this car behind us. Oh and they God. are just staring at us. They, like, roll down their windows to try to hear what we're listening oh to. Oh, my God. And then once we get into the parking lot, they're parked next to us. And they're like, like, hey, we were behind you in the line, and we just want to know, like, what were you listening to? Like, your car was, like, shaking. Yeah, we were bopping out. We were so excited. Anyways, so we parked. Also, the full time, keep in mind, this was not, like, a short turn like the line was like 2.3 miles i believe and it's like it was like a two-way road but there's one lane in the middle like a turning lane and it was just going for 2.3 miles so we're in there for 30 minutes yeah give or take it was crazy um and then we kind of made friends with them after um 
and one of them is from Texas, and she was giving us some country recommendation songs. I think that moment was kind of representative of the whole experience because we were around people who had similar interests as us. And Boy Genius has mostly, like, a girl fan group. I mean, there are some guys, but Mm. it was a place where I think I felt very safe. Agreed. Yeah, it was one of those... Like, sometimes at concerts, I'll kind of get a little anxious because you're, like, when you're standing waiting for the artist to come on and it's really, like, packed and you're just standing there and you're in uncomfortable shoes and there are people, like, passing out left and right, then it's like, what if I pass out right now? Mm -hmm. But since the gorge is, like, there's seating but you can stand up and, like, you don't feel like anyone's going to, like, get into your space, especially a boy genius, um, I think that was, like, the safest concert I've been to. I agree. I think the gore, although there was like a shooting there like the week before we went. That's true. But I still I still felt pretty comfortable there. And I agree. I think the gorge, even though it was far away, the venue was incredible for it. One, because it's gorgeous. Uh, uh, Haha, see my pun. Uh, We'll dive into that a little later. Um, In two, there is like a lot of space. And my cousin and his friend got there early. Um, and my cousin thought he got um, <laughs> pit, but he didn't, and it made sense because his tickets were like not too expensive compared to pit ones. And I'm like, "Are you sure?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Okay." He didn't have pit, so he did save us a really good spot, mm-hmm. like really early, because we got there fairly late, and we yeah. probably wouldn't have been able to find a good spot. But for the most of it, we were we had our stuff down, but we were kind of like standing up like a little bit in front of the the hill yeah. that people all sit on and also we were able to go for the first couple songs we were kind of like barricading the barricade so like we barricaded like the pit yeah so there was like uh the pit area and then that was kind of like gated off and then you could stand behind that there was like a bunch of room left so a lot of people just kind of stood there yeah. And I think that was a really fun experience, especially for the first couple of songs, just to feel really close to the action. Yeah. They were so close. It was uh, shaking and crying. <laughs> um, but anyways. Uh, anyways, also, I feel like going to the Gorge, even though it really is far away, and, like, before the concert, I was like, oh, this is, like, this is really annoying. Like, why didn't they just make it in Seattle? I... You know, I think it being in Seattle would have been nice, but I feel like it also just made it into a whole experience yeah. trip. Because, I mean, it's like a three-hour drive. It's really far. Um, thankfully, we spent the night, like, an hour and a half away, but it ended up being, like, probably over two hours because, like, yeah. traffic and everything. Um, in the in Snoqualmie Pass, which I think most of the people know is, like, kind of a midway-ish point. Mm-hmm. Um so I was okay. The drive back was quite gruesome. I was about to fall asleep behind the wheel, but we didn't crash. Um. Anyways, back to the it's gorgeous joke. I really liked one thing I really liked about the concert is that they did stop and like talk to us. Like from what I felt was a good amount to leave me feeling satisfied. So Julian Baker is one of the members of Boy Genius, and she was talking about how. She was at the Gorge before, and David Byrne was there. Um, oh yeah. And how she was telling, she was telling us that she like was looking out the view, and it was like really nice out. And she's like, "It's gorgeous, isn't it?" And he's like, "What?" She's like, "It's gorgeous, isn't it?" 
He's like, what? And this goes on and on and on. Like, she keeps, like, saying it. And he's like, what are you saying to me? And then all of a sudden, he just, like, leaves. Or did she? No. Did, wait, no. yeah. No. My memory is it's a little, betraying me. It's okay. No, so she goes, isn't it gorgeous out here? What? Isn't it gorgeous out here? Huh? It's gorgeous! And she screams it. And it's so funny to me because she's very, like, rock, like, rah, whatever. You know, like, ripping it on the guitar. But then she has this, like, kind of fragile, soft voice. Yeah. So she's screaming, it's gorgeous! And I thought I thought that was a good a good memory. As along with, I thought it was really special. I think it was during Letter to an Old, no, was it during Me and My Dog where Phoebe asked everyone to put their phones. It away. was Letter to an Old Poet. Old Poet. Letter to an Old Poet. So that is from the newer um, record called The, the record. record. Exactly. Um, that was nice and sweet. Um, they also passed out pink carnations, which are Lucy's favorite flowers. During my favorite song of the whole, honestly, concert, Please Stay, which is not even a Boy Genius song. It's one of Lucy's. But I think I really began to appreciate her incredibleness and just talent. Yeah. I think since um, Boy Genius is made up of three, like, individual artists, they each played one of their individual songs. Yeah. And I think that was really cool because you kind of got a, like, taste of each of their personal styles. I was listening to the KEXP recording of them the other day, and Cheryl Waters, the radio host, was saying that they each have such unique and disparate styles, but coming together, it really creates this new kind of thing, and you can hear elements of them in each song. So Phoebe's much more like mellow and kind of slow, very sad. Lucy kind of has elements of Nirvana, Yeah, and she writes a lot like a memoir, too, is what I've heard people say. Oh. And Julian, she's just... She's a ripper. She, yeah, she's a rock star. Julian's guitar... I mean, her lyrics are gut-wrenching. Genuinely. Um, but Lucy... Because I... Like, in a couple of the Boy Genius songs, it has, like, that kind of, like, reverb on the guitar, which has, like, a Nirvana vibe to it. Like, the... I don't really know how to yeah. <laughs> describe it. But then I was listening to some of Lucy's songs, and I was like, oh, okay, that's where that's where she gets it from. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think altogether also, I think they're incredible lyricists. Um, Lucy is just so incredible. And here's, you know, here's, you know, why I think this, because she reads so much. She is a reader. I'm sure not many of the viewers know this, but she is reading left and right, going through books like, like that. So maybe that, maybe if I read more, I'll become an amazing lyricist and became just as famous as her and... Um, yeah. A girl can dream. A girl can dream. I think over the concert, like after the concert, I was mind blown. Yeah. Because most of the time in concerts, you know, they don't sound as good as they do recording, obviously. Oh my gosh. Lucy sounded the same. And like, the concert was amazing. Phoebe and Julian did not sound the same. Really? You think so? I, I don't think so. I definitely, like, you could tell I was live, but Lucy, I was like, oh my god. Like, she is crazy good. I personally thought they were all, like, almost better live. I agree. And my kind of, like, solid reasoning for this is their first song off of the record, it's, uh, like, acoustic, like, acapella song, and it sounds like it's from the 50s. 
Um, and so at the beginning of the show, they played that backstage of them singing it, and it was a video. Or oh not, they were, they were like recording this it. This was the uncontrollable crying. Yeah, this was the moment of uncontrollable crying, but they were yeah. singing this like 50s acapella style song. And then they run out and they get into this more like rocking song. Oh, yeah. So I think that like they were able to carry those harmonies and have it sound the same as on the record um, was my solid reasoning of like, okay, they're great live, if not better than they are recorded. Yeah. All right. Now I want to go into the highlights of the. Well, I think we should first go over expectations and how they were blown through the roof. Yeah. So for me, walking in, I had two songs I was most excited for. Salt in the Wound, because Julian goes insane on the guitar on that song. And that also, they're like so, they're such a tight group of group of friends. And they're during Salt in the Wound, they'll all kind of like spin and just like run around the stage. I think it's like one of those things like you just got to get it. Yeah. So you know, you know. I was excited because that looks really fun. And I feel like then we'd all be having fun. But again, I was also, I think the song I was like most, other than Salt in the Wound, obviously, because Julian does this quote or this lyric and she goes, I'm gnashing my teeth and she goes insane, but it doesn't sound like that. It sounds like heaven. Yeah. Um. Anyways. And then I was also really excited for Leonard Cohen mm-hmm. because um, <laughs> this is getting a little sentimental. Um, the friend group with Sophia, Lauren, and I reminds me of Leonard Cohen because at the end, it's like, it's saying, like, I never thought you'd happen to me. And it, I'm getting a little emotional talking about it right now. But that, and then, like, listening to that live with you guys, I was shedding tears. Yeah, listening to that live, we kind of just, like, all kind of, (laughs) like, grabbed each other's arms and then, like... The night before Sophia left, we were, like, driving around and oh. we listened to that song. And we were all just bawling. <laughs> the night before? Actually, well, it was not It was, like, two the days night before, before Sophia, Sophia left. left. It was, yeah. It, yeah, it was, like, because, a week. So, say I'm leaving on a Saturday, but I was going to be gone when she was being gone. So, it was, like, the last time. But we were getting, we were getting... Um, breakfast the next morning. Oh, yeah. So it's like, it's not like we're never going to see each other again. We're literally getting breakfast the next morning. But we all, like, sobbed. Yeah. So hard. And then we had this whole, like, talking session. It was, and then we tried to play Clue after, but we were, like, all crying. Yeah. Um, that was great. That was a great night. I um, discovered Lauren's crying. Oh, sounds my like gosh. we're laughing. It's it's literally horrible. It's if uncanny. If you've ever heard me laugh, that's exactly what I cry. I mean, like I feel like that's it. Not, just sounds the same. That's not too uncommon. Like that's definitely a thing. I, that a lot yeah, of people... I thought it was normal, but apparently it's no, not. No, no, like, I think it's normal. It's just like, are you crying right now? <laughs> like, yeah. Anyways, okay. In, anyway, back to on. your back to your highlights. My highlights. I think um, we were this. We were listening to music, of course. Um, oh, yeah. We were down in the pit, and then we started walking back up to our place, and there was they started playing these two songs back together, Cool About It and Souvenir, which are two more like slow, kind of sad songs, but they're songs that Elise, Sophie, and I had once tried to harmonize to. Oh. So that was like a core memory, and then it started playing as we were walking up, and I just had to like stand there and be like, 
Oh my gosh. That was that was like and then it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, Sophia's going to leave and we're going to like uh, all this that sentimentality like yeah. punched me." It was I don't think it could have been like could have been more perfectly timed. I think yeah. Other than the fact that I'd be home, I had to be back in Seattle at 6 a.m. the next morning. Yeah. Um yeah, should we use that to talk about the drive back now? I think we shall. The drive back was definitely an experience. So we, it took my cousin and his friend went too. Um, I think we explained that situation earlier, but they, it took them about an hour to get out of the parking lot Yeah, because they got there so early. So they were like really shoved in there, but we got to the gorge like later than most. Yeah. Um, like we didn't see the first opener. There was a second. We saw Carly Rae Jepsen, which mm-hmm. was fire, but um, anyways, and so we kind of, like, drove, we didn't really get in line, like, we kind of, like, drove through the line by just driving in the parking lot, like, I don't know if we were supposed to, but that's what I yeah, did. Yeah, it's what had to happen. And we ended up getting out in, like, like, less than three minutes, maybe. I'd like, Yeah, five. I'd say, like, five minutes we got out. It was, it was great. So that was, that was a score. But, and then we stopped by a gas station on the way home to, like, get some, like, snacks and whatever. And we also saw other Boy Genius fans there. But the drive home was rough. It was terrible. I mean, not terrible. It was, it was tough. But it was rough. It was, it was, well, I mean, I was dry. It was rough because I genuinely, like, I was, like, they need to be talking to me right now because I didn't want to scare you guys and be like, hey, I'm probably going to, like, fall asleep behind the wheel if you guys, like, don't talk to me. Because, like, we I think we're listening to music, but, like, that's not enough. Like, I can fall asleep to music. Like, yeah. I have to be, like, talking and getting my brain to work. Um, And so I – there were uh, points where I was like, mm, could I rest my eyes for a little? <laughs> I didn't, I thankfully. Yeah. I'm surprised we didn't crash. I was definitely going slower than normal. And at one point – I thought we had been driving for a while, and it, like, the time, like, had not changed. Oh, yeah, I remember But it's that. because it, like, got, like, 20 or 40 minutes added to the Google Maps, and it, Lauren and Sophia didn't tell me, or else... Well, the, yeah, the thing is, you so were, So like, I just thought I, like, had no concept of time. Yeah, because you were, like, oh, my gosh, I think we've been at, like, 45 minutes for, like, a really long time, and I'm, like, I don't know, I feel like I've seen it changing. I was lying. And then I just kept an I was like, yeah, I'll keep an eye on it. And I kept my eye on it. And it was adding time. But I wasn't about to tell Elise because I was not about to hurt morale in an already sticky situation. I don't know if it would have hurt. I don't know what that would have done because either way, I was like, what is going on? Like, is my sense of time warped? It was it was not real. Um, But I, we got through it. It was rough. The drive up there was nice. Yeah, the drive up there was really fun, yeah. and we stopped at this, like, old-school diner that had, like, all these, like, car signs in it. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, But drive back, I remember once there was, like, a lull in conversation, and later Sophia told me, she was like, I really was hoping you were going to continue to, like, carry that conversation because I was not, I was so tired. And so I would, like, I have to, like, come up with new topics yeah. every so often. Good. Uh, yeah, I was, like, making that conversation go. And then I remember there was one point where I was, like, she's steering kind of weird. <laughs> and so I was just, like, staring at the road and staring at your steering wheel. And I was, like, I was ready to take the wheel. 
Oh, were you sitting next to me? Yes. Okay. I I, I forgot. I don't remember. <laughs> it, was, it was I was really tired. I was and you guys were like like if you need a break, like we can drive. And yeah. I'm like, that would have been worse. Because my car, she's not everyone's cup of tea. On the note of new things coming from them, I don't think there will be much for a while. And I think this also means, unfortunately, individually, they will not be touring for a while. Yeah. Phoebe did a tour last summer, which was great. I don't know the last time Lu- I just was about to say Lulian. Maybe I will say that. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember the last time Lulian toured. Um, but I, I will do anything to see them. Yeah. Any member. Um, but right now, my biggest checklist is seeing Claro live because, in fact, I, after the concert, I did become more of a Boy Genius fan than Phoebe, which is a little crazy to think about because at first I was like, you know, Phoebe's on top, but like, of course I love Boy, but Boy Genius is on top for me right now. Yeah. Um, but above everything and anything is Claro for me. So I'm, I'm trying to see her. Yeah. But she's I've been limited sites. Yeah. <laughs> I've been getting really into Lucy Dacus recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to her, her KEXP performance from home, and she like sang My Mother and I and brought out her mom to sing with her, oh. which was like, oh my gosh. And then she's, she's just so amazing. Seriously, listen to Lucy Dacus when, if you have time, um, her songwriting is incredible. I'm sure. She she is really incredible. So, I think we should give suggestions of Boy Genius songs to listen to. And then, if you like them, other people that you can try out. Okay. For me, I'd recommend um, Bide the Hand. I think that one was so good live. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, True Blue, I love that one. Glorious. Um, my dad loves that one, too. One oh. time he texted me, he was like... Tears just came to my eyes as I was listening to True Blue, and I was like, yup, I've got him on it. Um, and then I'd say cool about it, too. For me, I am a major fan of Letter to an Old Poet. Souvenir is probably one of the one of the best songs on Boy Genius EP. Oh, Revolution Zero. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Satanist, incredible. Um, Leonard Cohen, you said that, yeah? Um, no, I didn't. Okay. But that's up there for me as well. If you want... They're basic, good songs that a lot of people know. Twenty dollars, mm-hmm. um, and not strong enough. Not strong enough. I think is their top song, and I've been seeing it on TikTok. But I don't know if that's just because like I'm on it's the algorithm. Like I'm like, oh, maybe this is kind of mainstream because I've been hearing it a lot. And I think I think it might be a little mainstream, but not like too much. Um. Anyways, if you like those songs. I'll give a couple of my favorite songs from each artist. So Lucy Dacus, I have three that are, in my opinion, incredible. But first off, Night Shift. It's incredible. And I think Lucy also has such like a different and interesting sound that not a lot of people are exposed to all the time. Another one is Hot and Heavy. That kind of has like a more upbeat sound and it's similar upbeat in the way to the like the cranberries can be upbeat if that makes sense it doesn't sound the same but in the same upbeat type of way and then please stay it's really incredible all right on to julian baker i would probably have to say her best album in my opinion is little oblivions 
Um, but on that, my favorite is probably Favor, Hardline. And then an honorable mention would be Go Home by Julian. And then on to Phoebe. I don't want to bore you guys with too many, so I'll just give my top. Oh, top three. Okay, Waiting Room, it's a single. It's delicious. It's beautiful. Um, Then on her first album, Stranger in the Alps, my favorite song, and probably my favorite song in general, is um, Would You Rather, Fire. And then on her second album, Punisher, I would have to say my favorite song would probably be Moon Song. Okay. Um, I'd say my recommendations for each. Lucy, I've been listening to so much of her lately, um, but I'd say my few favorites of hers are Hot and Heavy, Night Shifts, and... Uh, oh, VBS. That one's so good. I was also listening to My Mother and I this morning. That one's so good. Um, Phoebe, I don't even know where to start. I love her so much. But I'll just give you that, like, I'll listen to Punisher, the album, just, like, no skips. Yeah. So, same. whole Punisher album, a gem. Um, and also Motion Sickness I off of Stranger in the Alps. That's the one that's, like, probably her most popular song, but I think yeah. it is worth the hype. Never gets old. And then for Julian, I'd also say Little Oblivions is my favorite album of hers, and my favorite song off of that is Bloodshot. And so, to move on to recommendations, if you like Boy Genius, I have a couple. One would be Ethel Kane. Um I feel like not enough people know her, but she's definitely up and coming. Um, and then this one, I mean, it's a little odd. Well, not really. It's It doesn't sound like Boy Genius, but they have the same vibes. A band called Muna. They're more pop, and it's M-U-N-A. Mm-hmm. Great band. What do you, do you have any more recommendations? Um, I'd say kind of just jumping off the Muna one, Haim. It's H-A-I-M. They yeah. have a song with Taylor Swift. They do. It's called yeah. No Body, No Crime. I mean, I think, honestly, no one can compare. No one can compare. Oh, well, wrong. Faye oh. Webster. Okay. She's pretty good. Faye Webster, and then kind of hot take, but not really. They're not really, like, she's not really, like, boy genius. But Meli- Melanie Martinez what? is fire, yeah, in my opinion. I feel like she's not. Her new era, like, her alien thing is weird, but I think her music is fire, especially her album. Her K twelve album and Cry I Baby. I had like an absolutely like horrendous <laughs> Melanie Martinez phase in middle school. So oh, and then I I guess you have to mention Mitski too. Oh yeah, of course, of course, my queen. Anyways, so this has been a fun episode. I'm glad we got to do this after all of our plotting and planning and scheming. Yeah, I'm excited this was able to happen, and I'm excited for more episodes. So to finish it off, every episode we are gonna end it in a cute little letter way because we are called a love Love letter letter too so i'm gonna say dear boy genius we love you xoxo lauren and elise